hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. If you're new here, I'm Mary Alice Hoover. And since the um, uh, COVID started last spring, we have been here um, trying to point our attention upward to the Lord, just like Noah's attention was pointed upward through that window in the top of the ark. And so here we are. We're getting close to a year when all this started. It's hard to believe it was a year ago that we started Noah's Window. Um, but in fact, there's a conference coming up here in just a week or so that was the last conference Mark spoke at right before everything changed. And so that was when God inspired him to begin Noah's Window. So here we are. We never dreamed we'd still be doing it. And I'm, I've been, uh, you've been, if you've been tuning in, you've been hearing a lot from me, which I apologize for, but um Mark really needed me to carry the ball here for a while, and he'll be back on. In fact, uh, next week, Lord willing, we're going to be starting um, a road trip on Noah's Window because we're going to do just a little bit, of, a short bit of traveling, and we want to take the camera with us, and we'll be talking to you as we go along. So I'm looking forward to that. We don't know exactly what that'll look like, but we'll have fun doing it. So this week, let's talk about this week. This week, we want to talk about gifts that are available to us um, that God provides, and before we jump into the different ones, and we could go to a lot of different places, but I want to just um, take a minute to maybe give you a little um, story to maybe help us to focus the way I'm hoping that we'll kind of get a glimpse here. Uh, but many years ago, I was um, uh, in, a, in, in a relative's home over Christmas, and in this home, there was a little two-year-old boy and uh, he was very excited, as, as, as excited as a two-year-old can get. You know, when you're only two, you haven't had many Christmases to remember, so you, your expectations are being set. But he, he didn't understand that there were going to be gifts. And the thing that he was the most excited about is somehow he had become acquainted with this one thing called Silly Putty. Now, Silly Putty, if you're not familiar, it was a brand new thing when I was a kid. And it was very exciting because you could... Um, the, people wouldn't even understand what this is anymore but the one part of the newspaper on Sunday when I was a kid that was color was a funny we call it the funny paper the comic strip and you could take silly putty and smash it flat and, and mash it on that um, comic strip and pull it off and it would actually pick up the picture that was one of the big things that also you know it, it was kind of a, a kind of like clay but it had a different quality and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably still out there somewhere but it was a big thing and probably had some measure of expense when I was a kid. But by the time this story was unfolding, it was a very inexpensive trinket kind of a thing that you would see at the checkout lane. But this little boy, his name was David, and he had it in his mind. That was the one thing he was asking his mom for, and he was so excited to get this silly putty. Well, in this particular situation, his parents had um, just completed a very long period of time where the husband was finishing his degree. They had been living on a shoestring, driving an old vehicle. It was an old utility truck, really, just to get by, you know, just to get transportation, get you from one place to the other. They'd been in a tiny little house, and they'd just gone through a period of, of, of great, um, we'll just say frugality. Nothing wrong with that, but it had been very slim. There wasn't really money for... Um, you know, some of the things you would like to spend on uh, fun things. Um, but, it, but this particular Christmas, um, Dad had finished his degree program. He had been recruited to a really great company down in Houston, Texas. And he they, were, they had a beautiful new home and things were going well. So for the first time, as parents, 
they were excited to do some really special things for, uh, at that time, they had two little children. And so they were looking forward to what it was going to be. And, you know, the truth of the matter is the gift giver gets just as much joy, maybe more sometimes than I think than the gift receiver. But in any event, so they were, they were planning, they'd already planned and bought some really nice, you know, like large, impressive toys. And it was a big deal. And, and uh, I remember um, I was there when Christmas morning came and, and in our family, that's a tradition that it's when you wake up in the morning, that's when the big things are set out. And so he came running down the hallway with his eyes sparkling, great expectation. And he looks and there's, there's big toys and he's just, you can see his little eyes are just searching and and even though they're these amazing toys, he looks at his mom and says, but where's the silly putty? <laughs> and I can chuckle now, but it was a sad moment. He broke down in tears. There were wonderful toys there, but he was upset because he didn't get the little trinket that they could have picked up any day going through the grocery store, the silly putty. And the reason I tell that story is we as human beings and even as God followers, we can get obsessive and focused on the silly petty things in life and, and make that so valuable that that's all we can think about. And we, we almost demand that. And yet God has given us so much gifts that are so have so much more value. And we just kind of brush them aside, I think, sometimes. And so what I want us to do this week is I want us to think about some gifts that God has offered us that have immeasurable value. And we just want to stop and focus on those things and think about them and think about how blessed we are. And in fact, how critical that God should offer these gifts to us because they, they give meaning to anything else and everything else. So with that introduction, let's talk about today. One of the gifts that God offers us, and this is a big one. I, I just really want a drum to roll here because a gift that's available to us is forgiveness. That's big, isn't it? You know, usually when we're talking about the subject of forgiveness, we're concerned about us forgiving someone else who's offended us. Maybe we need to spend a little more time thinking about the fact that we need to be forgiven. And we all do. We need to be forgiven by others that maybe we've hurt. Maybe it was unintentional. Uh, maybe we were, we were in a bad place, or maybe there's all kinds of reasons and situations. Um, maybe it was just an absolute intentional thing that came from our depravity, and we just uh, did damage, and we need to be forgiven. Well, God has provided forgiveness for us, and, and setting aside what we feel like we need to forgive others for, let's just focus on what God is offering us, His forgiveness. And there's many places we could go. But I want us to just spend time looking at just a few passages. So in Acts chapter 10, the book of Acts is actually a little historical book. Um, this particular passage is um, about Peter. So um, Peter is talking here when he says in verse 43, he, and he's talking about Jesus, is the one all the prophets testified about. Remember, we talked about all the prophecies in the Old Testament that came true through Jesus Christ. So Peter says, he's the one all the prophets testified about, saying that everyone who believes in him, here, here's the requirement for this gift. There's only one requirement. Everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. Wow. Here's a gift. Everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven. That's huge. Have you thought about... 
You know, all of us as we're navigating life, we've had occasions, we've had to go say, I'm sorry. We've, we've been awake at night wishing we could rewind and undo, haven't we? And when we, when we humbly go to whoever we need to go to and ask for forgiveness, even if they say yes, we have to wonder, um, are they, did they really forgive me? Does, you know, are, they, are they still thinking about this all the time? So the fact that God who knows everything about us and basically to whom we have offended every time we offended someone else, every time we transgressed, it was against God, even if it seemed to be against someone else. And he's willing to forgive us um, all of our sins. It didn't say our accidents or our mistakes, our sins. He, he, they are forgiven. We can have our sins forgiven through his name. Okay, moving on to Acts, same book, chapter 13. Um, again, we, we start with, um, oh, let's look over at Acts 13 real quick. I want to make sure I don't misspeak here because um, there's different preachers that preach in the book of Acts. And, um, okay, so now, now it's Paul preaching. And Paul says in Acts 13, 38, Brothers, listen, we're here to proclaim that through this man, Jesus, there is forgiveness for your sins. Everyone who believes in him is declared right with God. Something the law of Moses could never do. Now, clearly he's talking to Jews here because the Gentiles wouldn't have known or cared about the law of Moses. But, um, you know, this is big because we're declared right. We don't have to earn it. We couldn't if we tried. So we can't earn it. He's not asking us to earn it. But it says if we believe in Jesus Christ, we are declared right with God. And that's big. Um, so we have that on us. We, we are in the state of being forgiven, not because we deserved it, not because what we did wasn't so bad, but because Jesus paid for our sins. Okay, let's move on. A couple more verses I want to read to you. Romans 4, and again, for sure, this is Paul talking here in Romans 4, verse 7. Paul says, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven. Disobedience sounds deliberate, does it not? Okay, oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Your record is clear if you trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Not because your transgressions were small or unimportant, not because you're particularly beautiful or you've done community service, but because Jesus paid for your sin. And if we've received him as our personal Savior, our record is clear. Wow, isn't that a wonderful feeling? Isn't that wonderful to know we have that forgiveness available? Okay, one more, and I promise I'll quit. We could go on and on. Uh, again, in the book of Romans, the next chapter, Romans 5, this time we're going to jump in in verse 15. But there's a great difference between Adam's sin. Oh, time out just a second. I hope you'll be getting your Bible out and get context for all of these verses that we're quoting. And I just want to say real quick, interrupting our thoughts here, but... Um, one of my passions is to help people have the tools to study their Bible for themselves. And there's some basic tools that everyone could utilize. And we have something at New Spring called Theopraxis. And uh, we've been offering it for the last couple of years. And it, it varies in topic. But um, we have one coming up soon in March, the last three Wednesday nights in March. And the theme uh, this time is going to be, it's called Methods, I think. But it's basically Bible Study Methods. And I'll be teaching that class. 
and, and it will be open. I think if you go on our registration site, you can even sign up for it now. But I hope you'll think about that if you're if you're able. A lot of people watching Noah's Window came back in the fall when we did one then. So this one's a little different. It's it is Bible study method. So I would love to uh, show you some of those things, and it's a great class. So I hope you'll think about that. Okay, so back to Romans. 515. And the reason I, I think about that is because I it's just so important whenever we give you these verses that you get the full context. So I'm really hoping that you pull your Bible out and read what comes before, what comes after. So Paul says, but there's a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater, greater than Adam's sin, even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift. Notice the word gift. Okay, back up. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. So uh, Grandpa Adam gave us the gift of sin, but Jesus gave us the gift of forgiveness. And I hope that puts a smile on your face today because you don't have to earn it. There's not a down payment. There's not a payment plan. Forgiveness is offered to you free. Because it wasn't free to Jesus. He paid the ultimate price to provide you this gift. But it is available to you free. And I hope you'll just stop and think of today about what a huge, valuable gift you've been offered. That gift of forgiveness. Okay, well, I don't know where this finds you today. But if you are not yet in a relationship with Jesus Christ, by then I mean you've never just taken a moment to, with a broken heart, praying to the Lord realizing that you're a, a, a sinner with a debt you can't pay and just saying, yes, I believe Jesus is who he says he is, that he's the son of God who came to this earth to live that perfect life and die that sacrificial death to make this payment, this payment for my sins so that I can be forgiven. And I want that forgiveness. I want to be part of God's family. You don't have to understand all the details. Stepping out on faith is trusting when you don't fully understand. Understanding comes over time, but the first step is just a step of faith, just trusting. And and yes, it sounds too good to be true because it, and from human terms, it is too good to be true. We don't offer that kind of forgiveness generally, but God offered something to us uh, that's free just for the asking because Jesus already paid the price. So I hope that you'll give that some thought. And if you've not yet accepted him as your personal savior, that you'll do that today. So let's have a word of prayer before we close. Oh, Father, thank you so much for forgiveness, for Jesus who died so that we could have forgiveness. And what a wonderful feeling it is to know we're forgiven, to know we have that right standing before you. We know we don't deserve it, Father. And what a, an immeasurably valuable gift you've given us. Thank you, Father. I just pray that you'd help us all to take a moment to just reflect on how glorious it is that you've offered us this gift and then to share that with others so that others will know that this gift is available to them as well. And help us, Lord, to remember to uh, dwell on the fact that you have blessed us so tremendously with so many gifts. And we want to we want to just take that time every day to just focus on you and focus on your great love and the gifts that you've bestowed on us. And um, thank you, Father, for, for loving us and for the this forgiveness that you've offered. I pray for each person that's watching or listening and each family that's represented, that you would just go with them throughout this day, that you would help them meet the challenges, Lord, that you would just step in and intervene, that you would carry them through, that you would help them to know your presence, know that you are there, help them to see you at work in their lives. And we're going to give you all the glory and the praise for that. 
And if there's anyone today, Lord, that's watching or listening who's not yet reached out to receive this free gift of forgiveness, I pray that you would give them the courage to do that and the faith to reach out and say, yes, Lord, I want to be your child. I want that forgiveness. I want to be part of your family. I want you to be Lord of my life. And we're going to thank you for all that you're doing, Father. Thank you for the privilege of being a part of what you're doing. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let me just close with a couple of things. First of all, if you just prayed that prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior at New Spring, we have some gifts we'd like to give you. We'd like to give you a Bible. Actually, if you're if you're watching and not listening, I have a copy of the Bible right here. We will send you this Bible free of charge. No, no strings attached. We just want to put some things in your hands that will help you on your faith journey. So if you will uh, text PRAYED, P-R-A-Y-E-D, to 97000, we'll send you this Bible. We also have a little book that Mark wrote that we believe will help you maybe answer some questions that might be on your heart if, if you're just starting your faith journey. But please let us know, and we would love to just reach out and, and be a blessing to you as much as we can. And then for those of you who are just on this journey along the way, uh, listening or watching, again, we love hearing from you. I It just makes my day to read your notes, and, and they just mean so much. So if you want to just share your feedback or if you have a prayer request, you can text TALK to us to 97000. And we'll get those all from you and, and make sure that if it's a prayer request, whatever it is, that it'll go where it needs to go. So thank you so much for watching and listening. Appreciate your prayers for this ministry. And we'll be praying for you and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless.